What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another week and another episode of Unscripted, where we bring you conversations from professionals from all walks of life. We touch on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition. I'm your host, Akeem Haynes. Before we get into this week's episode and I introduce my special guest, do us a huge favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, or wherever you can leave podcast reviews and just leave a review of the show. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think of the show so far. This small act goes a small way in moving the podcast forward. So with all that being said, let's introduce my special guest this week. My guest this week, I'm joined by the man who is helping athletes in the NBA and other various sports, adding years to their career. Former professional basketball player and high-performance fitness trainer, Derek Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Infinity. Originally from Indianapolis, Indiana, Derek grew up in less than ideal circumstances. However, from an early age, he had dreams of playing in the NBA. Basketball didn't just become a dream for him, but rather an outlet for him to stay out of trouble and put his focus and energy into something productive. He quickly made a name for himself in the high school ranks before signing to play Division I with IUPUI Jaguars, a Division I school in the NCAA. After receiving his bachelor's from IUPUI, he decided to play professional basketball in Europe, where he won a championship and was named MVP. After battling some injuries, he decided to call it a career and embark on a new path, one that would help athletes get healthy, stay healthy, and achieve their greatest and optimal selves. However, the journey was not without its challenges. During his transition, he faced stages of homelessness, but it was at that time where he said, and I quote, it wasn't a bad time. I found out a lot about myself that I needed to figure out. Since those times, he's been on a path to attack personal health for athletes from the inside out. His unorthodox style and method has helped athletes mentally become stronger, which helped them become physically stronger and even heal some of their problems that they had before they got to him. He's worked with NBA players, NFL players, and a whole bunch of other athletes, helping them not only become their best selves, but allowing their body to be optimal for high performance at a longer state. Derek is an inspiration to many. He's genuine. He's a person who stands on his beliefs and his convictions. And he's a person that uh, just wants to see everybody win. And whatever is not helping him get better, he's definitely going to stay away from it. This is an episode that I think that you'll truly enjoy. So without further ado, enjoy this week's episode with Mr. Infinity, Derek Williams. <laughs> oh man so bro i appreciate Let's your time in. i appreciate your time first and foremost man i don't i don't take any of that for granted man um but i want to start here bro let's go backwards before we go forwards man uh 2020 been a year that has disrupted a lot of people's plans um so i want to know what was 2020 like for you as you were navigating from a mental standpoint and the fact that so much of what you do is with the people, right? The athletes, and you've seen them, you know, first and foremost in person. So right. let me know how you handled that from a mental standpoint, some of the changes you had to make physically, and then give me a positive that came from 2020. Man, so 2020 was, uh, for me, 
honestly, man, looking back, probably one of the most challenging um, years mm. of my life. And it wasn't because of necessarily like the COVID situation. It wasn't necessarily because of all the, the rift of black, white, uh, blue, red, you know, it was more, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it was more so personal, but I feel like my person was just a microcosm of the macro that's going out in the world. And I feel like everybody, mm. and I can speak personally, but I feel like everybody had to uproot a lot of their false belief systems. Um, just in general, man, it had to really like, it really it kind of put a, put a uh a mirror to your face man like you know what i'm saying like it really it really kind of it kind of really showed me like are you gonna man up and create the reality you want or you yeah. gonna are you gonna still be a victim or you gonna still be like on somebody else's cog like you know what i'm saying on on, on somebody else's wheel of a creation you mm. know so i was i was personally man i was with a group called athletic truth group atg and it's funny, man. I, I, it's been such a whirlwind. I didn't realize, damn, that was 2020. Mm-hmm. I got my ass kicked. So we <laughs> built, we we built, we built the company from. I think I might have told you the story. We built the company from zero. Uh, me and this guy, I mean, it was like best friends. And we like, he like, he called me one day, say, "Deep man, I uh, I feel like we can do this and uh, come out here and live." I, so I, I I moved to Clearwater, live with his mom. They have nothing, and we built this company from zero to like 20. Twenty million dollar company, yeah. and he called me one day. And then he called me one day. Was like, "Hey, man, I'm, I think I'm gonna take it on my own now," you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I went from making like, and I was only making like ten percent of the, of what we was bringing in each month. So I was I was making maybe like ten to some like ten twelve thousand dollars a week. And then from take and I set my lifestyle around that. So from going from ten to twelve thousand dollars a week to nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. boom. And so that that was really that was really like a shift in my reality. Like, damn, like you can't never you can't depend on nobody out here. You really mm. gotta you really gotta create your foundation, and you really got to um, really build, man. You gotta build for you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm learning. You gotta build for you, and I can't really be on somebody else's dime, man, no more. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah. So yeah, so that I mean I, I know I, I know that's pretty long winded, man. Just ask bro, about twenty twenty. Hey, man, in this, bro, you don't gotta worry about long winded, man. None of that, bro, because I think I think it's important, right? Because I think too many times we skip over the honest truth, right? Like yeah. the harsh reality. Cause I you know, man, after speaking with so many people um on the mentorship side, you know, asking the you know the athletes how they were handling it, you know every person in a year comes, we always think that's our year, right? Like, man, this is going to be our year, January for us, our year. But sometimes, right. bro, it can still be your year, but sometimes it's a year of paying your dues or sometimes mm-hmm. it's a, or sometimes it's a year of endurance. And sometimes it's a late of de- uh, delayed gratification, right? So every year is our year, but it just doesn't always look like or think what we want it to. And so what you just said, man, um, that kind of just made me think of like, man, the space that you're in now, you kind of reinvented yourself in a different way all over again. Yeah. And, and still continuing to do it, man. And you, and you so right, man, every year is, it's, it's time for growth. I feel like every day is time for growth. Every second, man, you, you got a chance to kind of be something new. 
You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and so, yeah, man, I was kind of forced to, and I'm and like, I'm still reinventing because I like right now I'm considered like a fitness guy. I'm in my mid forties. I can still, I'm still playing with like NBA guys and I yeah. still can do certain things. So, um, I kind of, I'm still, I'm still in that, in that, in that pool, but I still want to kind of evolve out of it is sort of speak and kind of like, I like what you do, man. I like, I, I like what, like the impact you making, you know, and I feel like you have taken your, your success on, on, on the, the uh, field or the track and every, all your accolades and you are bringing not just what created you physically, but, but the person that, that 99% of, of the awareness mm-hmm. that created that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like you speaking more to you speaking more to the people that really want to evolve beyond the body a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So so uh, I respect that, man. I respect that. Well, I appreciate that, man. Um, one of the things that I that that again before we did the IG live, and we still got to do part two, but before we did the IG live, man, as watching you from afar, watching you from afar. Um, one confidence for sure. Obviously, you know what you're doing, but also when you speak, it's a it's a level of conviction of belief. But I know that it was a process to get to that point. So, man, I want to go back because a lot of people don't know. It's real. Um, originally from Indiana, Indianapolis, man, um, and a lot of people don't know that. Hey, that's that's basketball territory. <laughs> you know, as, ba- as basketball territory, man, and I knew that basketball and sports is a big part of your life and still is now. Um, yeah. let's go back there, man. How did you get involved in basketball? And I want to ask you this because when I talk to a bunch of different athletes, um, you know, uh, they say, man, when I picked up the ball or when I picked up the track spike, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew this was it. Did you have that feeling? What, what, what was that kind of like for you? Yeah, man. I feel like, I mean, obviously in the urban, urban areas man where you where I grew up at man I was like in the inner city of Indianapolis man like that's that's what you did man especially yeah. in, in Indiana and you're black and your boy and you know what I'm saying if you want to be cool at all you're gonna <laughs> have to you're gonna have to know how to hoop <laughs> like yeah you know yeah and so uh and so but I did man I feel like I feel like for so many of us I feel like sport is an escape man and I yeah. feel like that was my escape from reality. You know what I'm saying? My reality was tough. You know what I mean? So that was a way to escape reality. And then if you're good at something and you're getting accolades, you're getting admiration, you're getting validation, that's just, you know what I mean? And, and, all, and when you're young, all you are is an ego, kind of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You, feel like, you feel like this is it. Like, you're I'm untouchable. You know what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to the NBA. I'm going to the NBA. I got to go to the NBA. Yeah. And so, man, I did. I loved it, man. I loved it. And uh, and I, I loved it more for – and now I'm looking back, coming from a 44-year-old man, I'm, I'm looking back and saying, man, it was more of – I love, man, I love the competition. I love being out of my own way. And you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like when you're playing sports, it's, you're really just creating, man. You, and, and I feel like creation is the highest form of, like, alignment with, with source. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like looking back, I'm like, damn, that was just, I was in creation mode, man. I wasn't in my way thinking. Like, you know what I'm saying? You stop thinking yeah. for a little bit. So that's, I, I, think, yeah. I feel like that was my form of meditation. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's funny, bro, because 
you know, when people ask me all the time, I was like, man, like in high school, um, bro, sports is fun. You know what I'm saying? You're not really thinking too much. You're just thinking about, man, hey, you know, so-and-so is coming to watch or nobody's coming to watch. But either way, I'm about to give somebody the work. Somebody going to get the business. But, you know, man, one thing for me that 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 has helped me um, in my athletic career, even before I got to college, um, everybody always sees you on the court. They see you in your field. Yeah. But then, as you said, as an escape means you got to go home back to reality. Right. So you got to go back through the hardships and you got to go back to the situation that you were born and bred into. Right. What kept you grounded around that time, man? Because a lot of the times we can get distracted away from the sport and that can actually derail us in the sport because we're thinking about the game and we have this notion of let's not go out here and have fun, but I have to do well and I have to do this. So what were some of the things you were facing when that escape wasn't there, man? Cause I know, and we touched about it a little bit, man. It, it was, it was tough, man. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, I mean, there's different sections. So in high school, like when I was growing up, man, it was, uh, I mean, you, you, you hitting some pain points, man, really. It, it was more of uh, just, I feel like what kept me out of the chaos was, was, but I feel like first and foremost, I feel like I got heavenly fathers and like angels yes, watching sir. over me and taking yeah. care of me and like they want me to to win you know what I'm saying and and, and will beat me up and like lash out at me if I, if I if I fall get too far away from what I'm supposed to be doing like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and yeah. so first and foremost man I feel like I definitely had something watching over me and uh, and after that I feel like man I just uh I had I saw so much around me and I saw so many people getting killed. I saw so many people be just strung out. I saw yeah. so many, I said I had so many examples of what not to do. I was like scared straight. Like <laughs> yeah. I was scared, man. Like I had my all my cousins, man, everybody get locked up in and out of jail. Like, like it was just, it was just chaotic. So I was like, man. I'm going to play basketball and I'm going to get out the way and just like, and I literally like, like when I'm saying escape, I really mean escape. I would literally, I could go to a gym and be there for 10 hours mm-hmm. and feel like 10 minutes. I didn't want to, I didn't really want to look at, you know what I'm saying? You know, we got blind spots in our life. Even now yep. I probably got, I'm probably terrible in some things that I, but I don't want to see, it. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just mean I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die with that shit. Cause I'm like, yeah. man, I just don't I don't got time to see it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's probably that's kind of like I, I literally could just me and then you know what I mean you got your guys with you and you just like got all just like man, just escaping, you know what I'm saying? And not yeah. not to say I didn't get in trouble, not to say I didn't do some stupid shit, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. all in all, all in all, man, I just I just hoop a track play football, you know what I mean? But basketball was my thing, man. So it took me places too, man. It took me all around the world, man. All around the world. Man, because I know uh, the the transition going into college, right? Yeah. But in high school. Because I want to know, man, was there a game? Because I know for me there was a track meet that I was like, man, I can can be at the next level, right? Like I think I can can do something here. Was there a game for you? that said you know what man I really think I really have a shot at making the league or getting somewhere because again 
sometimes our optimism can make us naive. You know what I'm saying? But when you know that, like, man, I really think that there was something here. Was there a game for you? Like, was it, was it, was it something somebody said? Was it you just, you know, maybe you scored 30? The stat line was crazy. Man. What, hey, man, honestly, what though, honestly, though, Akeem, man, honestly, it's the opposite for me, bro. Like, honestly, man, I was better than I thought I was. Like, mm. I, I, I had more self-doubt than self-belief. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, mm. and that's why I tell people nowadays, I like what you said, man, you got to be delusional. You got to be like, man, you got to feel like I'm the greatest. I think you said this in our, yeah. in, in our mm. IG Live, man. You got to feel like you, you got to be delusional self-belief, man. You got to feel like, man, you're the greatest thing to ever play your sport because that, that manifests in real life. You know what I'm saying? So everybody around me was, and I was, I was, I was good, man. I was really, really good. And, but I didn't feel like I maxed out mentally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't max out. I didn't max out because I had so many people around me. I mean, like just trying to doubt me or hate me or like pull me down and like, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, you know, boys, it's tough to get to the NBA. Like it's tough to do that. So, um, so yeah, man, and I didn't have a, like, you sound like you had a, a, a father, a, a role model and I really didn't have, um, anybody. I was just kind of raising myself. And so I feel like I didn't, I didn't max out. I had, a, I had an NBA coach, man. Like I was probably one of the best. I'm not, I'm not greasing my own wheels at all, but I was, I was in Indianapolis, man, probably basketball capital of the world. And I'm going around the city, man. And this, I, I, I did play overseas. And then I was home for one summer. And then I'm, we, I'm just playing, man. I'm at the top of my game. And I'm, and I'm playing around the city, man. People are like, man, Derek, right? Like you got it, man. You got to be in the NBA. Like if you're not in the NBA, like something's wrong with the NBA. And so it got around. I'm playing around the city, and it got around to the like the Indiana Pacers coaches. And they came to, like, one of my, like, open gym in the city where all the, like, overseas guys, NBA guys are playing. And I'm, like, killing everybody. I'm probably, mm-hmm. I'm literally best player on the court. And so afterwards, the NBA, I don't know if you remember a guy named Chuck Person, man. They call him the mm-hmm. rifle, man. Yeah. He, he was assistant coach for the Indiana Pacers at the time. And he said, he said, Derek, man, we need you to come, like, try out, man, work out with our guys. Uh, we feel like we might be able to have a spot for you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so – I got, I had such disbelief in me playing in NBA that I didn't even go to the try. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't contact him. I just walked out the gym like I didn't even hear it. Wow. Like he hmm. literally, it's like me and you talking. He says, AD, like, man, I think really, I mean, he's dead serious. He's like, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and it literally went in this ear and out the, my other ear because I didn't believe in myself, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, don't, mm-hmm. I feel like, man, I'm an overseas player. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was an overseas player. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I tell kids now, and if you, this like me, you you understand that you create your own reality and whatever you think you become, however you feel yeah. you are, like self-image is everything. And so my self-image was an overseas, a solid overseas basketball player. And so that's where, that's where, that's where my cap was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, hopefully I answer your question, bro. D, do you think man, I had um um my mom worked a lot, right? Worked three jobs. Um yeah, didn't, didn't always see her all the time. But I had a teacher, <laughs> I had a teacher uh, by the name of Ken Rose who didn't look like me. And he said, Man, there are some possibilities here 
and this is where I think you can go. And I'm going to challenge you to get here. Um, if Do you think that your situation growing up without certain mentors or hearing certain things, do you think if someone was there to help change, to just say something like, hey, man, hey, you know, this coach is here. Like, like did you know that? Do you think anything would have changed? Because as we know, uh, the scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Um, going into speaking things into existence, man, because, bro, you had that NBA coach right there telling you what's up. Do you think subconsciously, maybe, maybe when you reflect and think about it now, do you think subconsciously you already took yourself out of an opportunity? Yeah, right. Long time ago. It was probably in high school. It was probably when somebody said something to me. Hey, you look like an overseas player. Somebody said, man, I think you or somebody could have said something, planted that seed and it sprouted and it grew. And I believed it. And once you believe something, man, it's over. Like your belief is your belief is your most powerful you know what I'm saying? Energy, like you gotta. So, so everything you're saying, like, and that's why, that's why, like, what do you say? Everything, like, what do you say about the power of the tongue? Like, life and death is the power of the tongue. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. so true, man. Like, you can, you can kill somebody with a word. Like, hey, hey, man, look, like, last person I saw with, with had gray around their eyes like that can die of cancer. And if they, and if motherfuckers mm-hmm. like take it and believe it, yeah. next next week they gonna have cancer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the belief is that powerful. And so that's why you got to watch what you say. And I think the most important thing is you got to watch what you say to yourself. You know what yes. I'm saying? Watch how you talk to yourself. Watch how, you know what I mean? So right now, now that I understand the game, like, can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't, like, can't nobody tell me nothing. Yes, <laughs> like, sir. I'm telling you, like, like yes, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna, yes. My life is going to be the way I want it. And I'm going to believe in me. If you don't fuck with me, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know man, what I'm saying? Excuse, yeah. excuse my French, man, but that's my energy, though. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Bro, my that's, energy, that's the my conviction. Like, listen, listen mm-hmm. I, when I go out, it's going to be my way or, or, or that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, so and I got, got two sons, too. And I, and I feel like everything I went through is for my two sons that, like, I mean, I empowered them, man. Like, man, you, you, man, you could do anything you put your mind to, man. You really, you that good. You that great. Like, if you believe it, you can do it. And that's it. Like, I don't care what your teachers say, what your principal say, mm. what nobody say. Don't listen. Don't listen to nobody if they're not experiencing what you want to produce anyway. If they're not great, don't even listen to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you going to tell me something. You ain't even never even been to the NBA. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? How or you going to tell me? Or even tried. Or even yeah, tried. Like how you, yeah, like how you, yeah, what you got to say? How you going to tell me anything? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Man, people so, can call that cocky or arrogant, but I don't care. It's belief. I think it's belief, bro, because I think, um, and I tell this all the time, man, to people, man, I say, I say at some point in your life, when you, if you choose to have kids, right, you're going to have to sit down and your kids are going to come and ask you, yo, dad, yo, mom, is this possible for me? And you have to give them an answer based on how you modeled and lived your life. So you, so you can't say, yes, it's possible for you. But in the back of your head, you're like, man, I didn't even try to pursue what I believe I was here to do. And so it's going to be hard to see and to feel. And they'll be able to say, oh, man, you don't really believe that. That you haven't, you know what I'm saying? But I want to ask the. That's real talk right there, King, man. You got, you got some. Man, got I've, some stuff, boy. man, it's, uh, man, we'll, we'll get into the kids part a little bit down the road, man. You got, you got kids? 
Uh, I got two siblings, but I raised them like my kids. <laughs> okay. How old? Uh, my little brother's 12. Uh, my little sister's eight. Wow. Yeah, man. So they're babies, man. Um, but when you got to Norway, D, at the beginning, someone may have said, man, you're an overseas player. You start to believe you're an overseas player. When you got to overseas, did anything change? Or did you just, that, like that cap was already there. Did you feel like, man, I'm overseas. I'm, I'm over here but I'm better than some of these casts over here. I think there's more for me. What, what, when you got overseas, again, you've been talking about it. People have been saying. When you got there, what was that? What happened there? So, Anything shift? So what, when I went overseas, it was probably my first two years over there, man. It's probably the best, best mindset I've ever been in. You know, because um, yeah. I was able to, for the first time in my life, I was able to get out of distractions. You know, mm. I didn't have so much distraction, so much noise, so many people that think they know who I am. And like, and like just, just the noise of this, this television and just everything. I was able to just like, just hit pause on all the distractions. So I was able to kind of find me. I was able to start reading for the first time. I was able to just like, really tap in, you know what I mean, to a to an energy I never even knew. You know, so um I know I'm I'm gonna answer your question. I'm just kinda just kinda setting the backstage the stage of of who I who I was at that time. So in that, like it was a great experience. And when I went over there, man, I was, I still feel like I had more. Like looking mm. back, like and, and yeah. not the, and, and, and I had more, but I was the MVP of the league, man. We I, we won the championship. I uh like we won the championship. I'm MVP. Like I'm I'm playing great, but I still feel like it was a ceiling that I never got through that was created, like you say, man, with a word somewhere. And I don't yeah. know where it was, and I don't know. Um, how it happened, no, we got. And I still feel like I had, I still feel like I had chains on because I feel like, man, I could have did more. I feel like I feel like could have got picked up and went to Italy or went then went to. You know what I mean? Greece. And then went to, I, I got the MVP. I, uh, we won the championship. We having a good time. Um, so, so yeah, man. I, I, and, and to answer your question, I feel like, Feel, I still feel like I, I um I got comfortable. Mm. I feel like I feel like all right, I did what my subconscious mind told me I could do. Mm. Man, yeah. got comfortable, bro. I read somewhere where you said, um, "I'm glad I did, I'm glad I didn't make it to the NBA." Um, what? Why? Where does that come from? What made you? What made you? What made you Damn, say man, that? You did some research, bro. You did some research. Uh, man, man, that's be- a good question, man. I, I, I said that it, it was in context. It was in context to somebody I was talking about because I train. I know a lot of NBA guys, man. I still hang with them, and I still, um, I still work them out, and we still like kick it, you know. Um, and I feel like if I went to the NBA at 21, 22, 
would have got so heavily drenched in my ego mm-hmm. that I would have never, I would have never been able to explore the inner depths of me. Like, you know, I would have always, I feel like I would have always stayed on the material plane, on the physical plane of existence and not, and not had to explore the deeper depths of like myself, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm around these guys, you know what I mean? I love them to death, you know what I'm saying? But they still are, I don't want to say spoiled, but they still see life uh, from a, 3D <laughs> perspective. Yeah, they, they still feel like yeah. having nice cars and jewelry and women and like going out and like they still think that's life. You know what I'm saying? And and I just say it's not. It's it's a it's a certain point, but there's so much more, there's so much deeper, there's so much, there's so much they have so much to them. And they and I feel like if I was to get put in and me speak to myself, if I was to be put in that position. I feel like I would I would really be walking around with chains on mm. and not even know it. You know, mm. I would I would I wouldn't even know I wouldn't even know that the white man and, I, and I'm not saying white man in a negative way. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't understand that they literally using me um, as a pawn and 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 flashing money and and girls and jewelry and cars and I'm thinking not like that success. You know mm. and and. And I know, I know what I got caught up in it, bro. And I know what I'd have, I'd have died thinking I made it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, bro, I completely understand that, man. And I, and I really think only when you get to a certain um, mentality and you grow up mentally that you kind of understand that, like, man, like anything can get taken away at any given moment. You're an injury away from being the hottest thing to people forgetting about you. You know, you're you're one mistake away from your life really changing, right? Because nothing is really ever guaranteed. But man, getting into the space that you're in, I know I read where you were overseas, you still had one foot into the fitness world. Um, And, you know, what was that like, that transition out when when maybe you realized that the NBA dream wasn't really going to be there? or wasn't for you what was that yeah. like because again man that's a whole different transition from um as an as an athlete you're wired okay you got practice this time you have this here this here but then you get away from it and you got to know how to fill your day but most people don't really know what they want to think what they want to do until they have to start thinking about it so yeah. how did you even get introduced into that space and what was that first year out of sport like for you because you and I have one thing in common and it's not a it's not a good good thing that we have in common and we're going to touch on that after but just right. walking through about that transition out and how you kind of got into the fitness space in that first year so so that's a great question man that's a really good question I that's, man, that's, that's, that's probably one of the toughest transitions when you realize, man, like you ain't not, I'm not going to the NBA. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not playing basketball for money. Like I worked my whole life from three years old to 24, 25. And like, that's supposed to be my profession. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now yeah. I'm, now I'm like a regular dude. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I've never been a regular dude. And so I'm like, damn, man, what do regular what do regular people do? Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. And so that was a, definitely a hit to my ego to a certain extent. But I was always like, I was blessed with a good body, man. I was blessed with a good body. I was blessed with a certain like work ethic and just like drive to like just just get up and just be great. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. So I just, man, I, honestly, man, like when I was overseas, I used to write, I used to write one life on these rubber bands, right? Just to kind of keep me in the moment. So every, so when I look down, one life, all right, I'm here, I'm overseas, kind of kept me in the now, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I went back to Indianapolis, I trademarked the um, one life for sportswear. So I started creating a sportswear line. It was kind of, it, it was like kind of like uh, groundswell in Indianapolis. So like people was like really feeling it, and you know what I'm saying. I had a lot of athletes wearing it, and then um, then I, and I, when I was overseas, I learned a, a skill called Pilates. And so when I when I got back home, like I knew a lot of these NBA dudes, so they was like, "Come train me," you know what I'm saying. And then I, I ended up training their wives, and then uh, I ended up opening like a little studio in Indianapolis called One Life Pilates Studio. And then uh, so that's kind of how I started with the training. And uh, and I never felt normal, so I, I I it was hard. It was gonna be hard for me to get like a regular nine to five or like get like a regular job, which I tried to do in certain spots in my life when I was transitioning, but that just didn't sit well with my my frequency. And so yeah. uh, I I did that, and then um, had a man. I had a, like a roller coaster ride of a life, man. I had two kids and baby mama stuff and just like crazy stuff going on, but. But that was like that was like kind of the transition that got me out of sports into like the fitness realm of just kind of starting starting off training, uh, doing something called Pilates, and then I, I I kind of had a nice body like I'm sure you do, so it's kind of easy to kind of sell when you look yeah. the part. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could have people do any damn thing. They be like, all right, like you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, bro, man. I read I read somewhere where it says one day you just got up and left Indiana, right? Yeah, um, damn. I know a lot of times, bro. Sometimes people won't understand when it may seem like, oh, they're doing something crazy. Like, why are they, bro? What are you doing, right? But where did that come from? What made you say, you know what, man? I've had enough here. Like, I need a change because a lot of people talk about change, but they don't necessarily act on it. Right. But you did. What what triggered that? What made you feel like, yo, I have to get out of here? Yeah, man, I think like. I mean, to be completely like blunt, man, I feel like I had a spiritual awakening. Mm. And then in that spiritual awakening, like. I couldn't be in that same environment no more because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't conducive to the person I was becoming into my spirit. Like. It would just. And, and, like, so many people around me was trying to, like, kind of push me back in this box. Stay in the box. Stay in the box. Stay in this box. Stay, just stay in the box. Stay in the box. And I knew. I didn't even tell anybody I was leaving, man. I literally, like, saved up some money, man. Sold off everything. Like, and just jumped in my Acura 97 black act. <laughs> and, and just, like, and been out. <laughs> and just dipped. I mean, I ain't really had no bread or nothing, man. I just, like. I just dip. I had to, man. Like, and I didn't. I didn't. I just lean. Like, this is this that that this is the time I lean a hundred thousand percent on faith. Like, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know where I was gonna stay. I didn't know how I was gonna survive. I didn't know how I was gonna eat. I didn't know how I was gonna wow. like 
Yeah. I didn't know, man. I just knew that the spirits was telling me, man, you got to get out. <laughs> like the movie, you got to <laughs> get out. Except my man was stuck for a little bit in the movie, though. He was stuck for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't know, man. I'm telling you, man, but but during it, during that course, man, I never, I never forget, man. I was, I was, I was in, I was driving, right? And it took me forever, man. I had stops, I was stopping. I was hollering my dude in St. Louis. I highlight my dude in this city, like on my way, you know what I mean? Because I was really, my energy was positive. I ain't know, I don't know, I don't know how my energy was so good because I didn't even know what I was going, what, what was going to happen. But I'll never forget, man. I was listening to a book by Abraham Hicks. On the way there, it was a book called "Ask and It Is Given," mm. and I was and I was driving, listening to the the uh, the audio book, and right when I hit right when I hit San Diego, right or like I was I I was I was listening to the book, and right when I hit this sign, she was saying, "Okay, when you see the sign from La Jolla to San Diego, that's when you know." And I'm like, I'm looking at the sign. I'm listening, I'm listening to the book. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. So, like, I'm sure you have crazy synchronicity that yeah. happened like that. But that was one of those things that let me know, like, man, all right. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm on the right track here. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, yeah man. Yeah, you did some research on me, man. Hopefully, I ain't I don't like, I, I'm just rambling right now. Man. Oh, no, nah, man. Questions, oh, bro, bro you, you, you are definitely connecting the dots. Because, you know, I do wonder, bro, that when it talks about uh, spirituality, right, and just of a higher source of whatever people may believe, people believe in different things, bro. Um, yes. One thing, one thing I don't believe in, bro, um, is coincidences because I truly mm. think that everything happens for a reason. And I remember one time, bro, um, a time in my life where I made this decision. I was like, man, if I see something twice, I'm going to move on it. Right. Mm. For example, if you may see, you know, a uh, a Sprite ad, right? And you may not be thinking anything about it, but then you may be going to the store and the first thing you see is a Sprite. Now I'm not saying you should get the Sprite, but you're just like, man, like that's, that's kind of crazy. And so sometimes I realize that when God is trying to tell you to do something, it is always going to seem crazy. And it is always going to seem far-fetched because if you read a bunch of things in the scripture, he had these guys doing some crazy things. And they were like, yo, what are you what are you talking about? Walk around a castle three times, blow a horn, and then you'll see so-and-so. And you're just thinking, like, God, what are you doing? But then he makes it all work together. So what you just said, bro, was just to me, him trying to show you something. Um, but it's one thing for him trying to show you and you for you to answer that call, right? Because he has shown people a lot of things, but they may not see it. When you got there, bro, when you made that next stop, because again, when I was doing my research, I heard that, man, um, you was just, you had, there was an LA fitness or something and you would just be there. You would work out, you would shower. But yeah, man. Like what, I was like, what were you, bro? What, what one, what were you doing after you were working out and shower? And I know you're a man that's always mentally strong, but even the strongest people in the world get weak at times. So how did you navigate through that? Because you knew you had to go, but you didn't know what was going to come next. Walk me through a little bit about that time, man. Yeah. So, man, just thinking back, it's like, man, D, you went through a lot. But, um, Bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I had like a lot of like, 
know, because I, I was literally was I was at, at I, I worked I, I went down there I man I, I I like lied about my name and shit I was like <laughs> I was like I lied about my name. I'm, I'm literally when I'm in San Diego I was a whole different person I was like lied about my name just so I get this job you know what I'm saying lied about I was like yeah and so so I I um. And I don't know how they let me. It, it must have been, a, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, man. I don't know how that happened. But uh, but I got a job there. And just to be like, a, you know, anybody can get a damn job at LA Fitness to be a trainer, right? You can yeah. walk off the street and say, I got a Walmart cert. And they be like, yeah. all right, come on. Come on with <laughs> but, it. Uh, but, but, uh, but I don't know. I think I was like selling. And then I knew I needed a place to shower. I needed, I needed a place to like work out. And I needed a place to like, so I was like, all right, LA Fitness. And so I used to park my car out there and I just crash there every night, wake up every morning, go, go in there, brush my teeth, get ready, put on my black shirt. I probably wore the same clothes for like three, four months straight. Black slacks, black collar shirt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, man, I um uh, I funny man, oddly enough, man, it was like not a bad time. Like Hmm. I played basketball. I met people. Like, I, well, one one thing I what I did realize that when when I was there in San Diego, one of the biggest conclusions or epiphanies that I had was that I'm creating everything in my reality, man. Like, because hmm. I was seeing I was seeing the same person in Indianapolis with a different name, like I would, or I would see like, I'm, I'm creating these people. I'm creating these people. The people aren't, they, whoever I think they are, you know what I'm saying? Mm, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, and so that's why I'm like, damn, like this, this person is like so-and-so in Indianapolis or this person's like so-and-so in Norway. Like I'm creating my same environment. So I'm like only person I really got to change to create the environment I want is me. And so that's Ooh. one thing I learned that, Ooh, that's that good. there's nothing outside of you, man. You clearly like, like, um, like when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so as I, as I started to realize that and really to kind of go in and start changing me, that's when my reality changed a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? So that, that was one of the big epiphanies that I had when I was out there. So, so yeah, wow. man, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, man. From outside looking in, people would be like, "Man, shit, how'd you do it?" But in in it, it's like you just do it, like you know what I'm saying. Like you train, and people like people probably think like, "Man, how did you train like that?" But when you in it, you just doing it, like you just getting through it, like you just mm-hmm. just doing it, like you know what I'm saying. You surviving, you surviving, you surviving. And one thing I feel like what I was doing as I'm surviving. I'm like leaning on spirits and asking for what I need and like really creating a relationship with the unseen. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, I got a solid relationship with the unseen. And that's why I don't got a lot of fear. That's why I don't got a lot of worry. That's why I don't got a lot of like this unnecessary stress because I know I got, I know I got, man, I'm protected, bro. Like I just know it. Yeah, I want to ask you this, bro, because this is this is one thing I noticed about you very early. And it's very important for people listening. It doesn't matter what your profession is, but man, man, how do you how do you block out the noise? Right? Because again, when you're making these decisions, people are less like, okay, well, you know, D was just here, now he's gone, right? 
And why is he doing this when he could just maybe go back overseas and play ball, you know, get his money back up and all these different things. But how do you block out the negative voices? And what are some tips that you could share with people listening? Because, man, um, the noises, even though they're coming from external things, if we are not aware of a method that helps us block it out, it can get to us and affect us. Because again, even, even as I'm asking this question now, a voice put a cap on where you were playing overseas. It said overseas, overseas, overseas. But now you're older. How did you shift that, right? Because now you're speaking with conviction. You're like, man, if you're not rocking with it, I don't got to mess with you. What's that like? Like how, like, how do you block out the noise? It's hard, man. It's hard. Dude. Man, how do you do that? Nowadays, even, it's... it's, it's probably 20 times harder when I was young, you know, but I feel like what you said, one word you used, man, was awareness. And I feel like just having that awareness of like, like in quantum physics, man, it says, man, nothing exists until you focus on it. And so, mm. and so me having that awareness, like, and I know how powerful your focus is and I know how powerful attention is. And so, I, and not to say it's easy, man, but I have that awareness can 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 push me back in the center when I get too far off to the left or to the right. Like, like if I need to, if I need to focus, man, I have that awareness of like, man, all right, only thing that's gonna exist for the next couple of days is my creation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't need to see nobody else, I don't need to hear nobody else, I don't need to be, I don't need to be influenced by nothing else. You know, unless it's going to fall in line with my creation. You know what I'm saying? Because literally, scientifically, until you focus on something, it's just, it's waves and particles. So it's not, it's not, it doesn't even exist. And so understanding, man, that this is our creation. We are creating as we're consciousness creating. You know what I'm saying? As we go, we're always on the leading edge of creation. And so me understanding that, man, allows me to just play a different game. Like I don't mm. have, I know, I know I don't have to be, I know I don't gotta have to turn on ESPN. I don't gotta fucking listen to music that's not that's not moving me forward. I don't gotta, I don't gotta worry about what somebody else is doing on Instagram. I don't gotta worry about what somebody's doing on TikTok. I don't gotta worry about what this person's doing or that person's doing, because that ain't got really nothing to do with me, man, in my creation. And so, um, and it don't exist until I focus on it. It don't exist in my in my world unless I'm focused on it. So, so man, so trying to man, and it's tough, man. It's tough because yeah. we we get tired, our spirit gets tired, man. We get we get emotional, like lazy. We get spiritually exhausted. You know what I'm saying? And when that happens, like it's easy to look over to our left, let's look over to our right, and kind of see what's going on, or like or get pulled into some, some low vibrational activities because you're just exhausted. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I get yeah. it. I get it, man. It says, uh, it happens, but, but I feel like when it used to happen, I didn't know, like, I'll be like, man, I'm just like spiraling downwards. You know what I'm saying? So now I have that awareness of like, all right, D, this is what's happening. Get some rest. Like, you know what I mean? Do your meditations, do your practices, Make sure you write down what you're grateful for. Make sure you write down your goals. Make sure every day that you 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 focusing on your goals and you're moving forward. And like, um, 
like I did a podcast this morning, man, and two quotes that I said was like, how do you eat an elephant? Like right now, right now I'm overwhelmed. So, so how do you eat an elephant? Like, right? One bite at a time. So you yes, just gotta, sir. you just gotta, you just gotta, man, one bite at a time. Don't try to eat the whole elephant, but you can, you can do, you can eat a little bit. Another one I said was, uh, go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll see further. And so, mm. so yeah. that's, 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 that's one that I just like, man, when I, when I'm overwhelmed, I got so much, I got the gym, I got the online, I got the, the, uh, the products, I got all, all these, all these people trying to come at me and just so much going on. Like, like all I can do is go as far as I can see. And when I get there, I'll see further, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's, those are some things, those are some things I use to like keep me in the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like yeah. you said, man, it's, it's challenging out here, man, because everybody want to get in your pockets. Everybody wants your energy. Everybody wants you for their dream. Everybody wants, like, everybody wants, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's, like, out here just like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, so you got to have, you got you to gotta be. Man, it's, bro, it's funny you say that, man. Like, like last week, uh, last week was, was a busy week, man. Like, you know, I spoke, I spoke twice in the same day. Um, and then I had a whole bunch of like podcast stuff to do. I had a whole bunch of like business stuff, the book I'm working on and just trying to balance everything about when to be quite honest, like, man, I was, I was exhausted, but <laughs> like I had, I had to take, I had to take a couple of days to just be like, yo, I can't even talk. Like, I'm just, I was done. But what I think is important about what you said, man, and that's something that I always tell everybody that I'm very strong on is, um, pouring into yourself, right? Like, I think, I think too many times when you tell, you've heard the word self-care all the time. People say, oh, you got to self-care hard in this. But I think a lot of people, when they think about self-care, they think about material things. Oh, I have to go and get my nails done or I have to go and buy this. And don't get me wrong. You can do all those things. That's beautiful. Those things are needed sometimes. But man, if you ain't taking care of like what's here, if you ain't taking care of what's in your heart, all that external stuff is just added on top of what's inside. If you don't know what's going on inside of you, man, whatever it is that you're doing, eventually, when your mind takes you out of it, physically, the same thing is going to happen. And so I think it's very important that you hit on that, bro, because journaling, meditation, I think uh, are all the things that make people want to come and work with you because they're not just getting be the trainer. Bro, they know you can do your thing, but you also got to put on different hats because the athletes sometimes need help too. They need guidance, right? They need all these different things, bro. So D, I want to ask you, man, before we get into Mr. Infinity side of things, man, how do you find balance, bro? Because again, everybody wants a little peace externally, but you also have kids that you got to tend to as well too. How do you navigate through balance and finding all that? Because again, energy given, energy required, energy output. How do you find balance at this time in your life? Yeah, and, and I, I mean, that's a good question, man. I feel like balance is a misnomer, man. I feel like uh, if you want to do anything great, man, I think I don't think you can have balance. I feel like you <laughs> got to go all in, man. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. I feel like this is the time, man. If, if you if you want if you want to go, I don't feel like you can have a great relationship and build a business and like spend time with your kids. And like that's it sounds good on the surface. Yeah, but I just feel like, man, sometimes in your life, man, you just you just got to go all in, like you know what I'm saying. And uh, 
But but one thing, what what I do do is, what I do do is, make sure that I'm I'm tapped back in, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And and my my thing, and, and I I I make sure that I'm out my own way as much as I can, like you know what I'm saying. I make sure that I'm out my way as much as I can, like I know Derek is cannot do i mean if, if it was up to me i wouldn't have i wouldn't have none of this like you know what i'm saying i wouldn't have none of this i wouldn't be mr infinity i wouldn't i wouldn't have the following i have i wouldn't have i wouldn't have nothing like you know what i'm saying my sons i wouldn't have yeah so so i know i'm not creating it like i know it's a higher power working through me you know what i'm saying yeah. and so and so my only job man is to and I'm not great at it, but my only job is to stay as out of my way as much as I can. And so um, that's really it, man. So that I mean, to answer your question, man, I feel like right now I gotta go hard. Like I can't be like, <laughs> I can't be like, I can't be like, oh, I wanna, I want a uh, family and kids yeah. in the house with a picket fence, and then I want to be able to travel the world, and and then I want to build a business, and then I want to, nah, I gotta like, all right. I got to build right now. So they ain't yeah. no balance right now. Like I'm building, like, you know what I'm saying? We in mm-hmm. building mode. So yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no. not delusional. What's you, up? No, you're right, bro. You're hundred percent. And I've always said that, man. I was like, man, on paper, everything always sounds good. Always sounds great. <laughs> but I was like, at some point you got to give something up in order to go up. And if you, it, bro, it's just, it's just life. You know, <laughs> like it just, it just don't work like that. But man, I want to, I want to get into uh, one. I want to know where does the name Inf- Mr. Infinity come from? And bro, what made you get into all these products? I know, I know uh, you had some injuries, but the way how you do things, man, and maybe this word has been said before, but I guess in like normal terms, it would be called unorthodox. Your style would be unorthodox is what they would say. And then I want you to break down to me um, when you said, uh, which I found very interesting. You said, I don't like to be a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I said that. I, I, I literally told myself a long time ago, I'll never be a trainer again. I'll never train. And so I kind of, it just so happened that working with this company called ATG, and I believed in this guy so much that we we, we created a brand that kind of blew up, you know. Um, but to, to go back to your first question, I, uh, Mr. Infinity came from, I was playing basketball one day. Maybe I was in, I think I was like 40 or 41, right? And uh, me and my dude, I don't know, hopefully you follow him. I'm going to send you his link if, in, uh, after you get out here. Yeah, his, yeah. Name is Cap- his name is Captain Planet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. His name is, I, I, and he, like me, me, my name, my name at the time, like Instagram stuff was like ATG Coach Derek, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and his name was just like, I am Lance Kirsch. Like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we was playing, man. We was playing, like, uh, at this gym that me, me and the guys play at. And it was, like, in the summertime, all the NBA guys, all the overseas guys was playing. And I'm out there killing. I'm out there, like, trying to dunk on people and stuff like that. And so afterwards, we was walking on the beach. And he was like, man, how the fuck are you 41, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, man, he's like, I got to come up with a name for you. And so he he uh he just texted me. He's like, man, Mr. Infinity. And uh, 
I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, that's kind of cocky a little bit. And yeah. so, and so I was like, I don't know. And then my dude ain't Ben, knees over toes guy. I don't know if you follow him or not. But uh, but I, me and him, that's the dude that we was together. That's like yeah. my best friend. So I was like, I was like, man, what you think about Mr. Infinity? <laughs> he was like, dang, he was like, D. He was like, man, I like it. Boy, that's he was like, cold, I like it. That's cold. Boy. He was like, man, I like it. And, and then he said, then I was like, then I still was like, I don't know. Let me check. Let me see if it's available, right? And then, uh, and then, so what I did do is I put instead of the eyes, I put ones in there, right? M R one. You know what I'm saying? N F one. And so it was ended up being three eyes, and it, instead of eyes, I put the ones in there. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like you said before, you don't believe in coincidences, right? And so that was available. That was available, Mister Infinity, with the ones. And then, and so it's one, 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 right? One eleven. Mm. And so my son's names, my first son's name is one, and my second son's name is eleven. And and I was like, damn, that kind of fits, you know what I'm saying? And my verse growing up was Hebrews eleven one, man. Faith mm. is the substance of things. Faith is the substance of things for the evidence of things not seen. Like you know what I'm saying? And so I was like, oh man, and so I still wasn't gonna do it. And Ben, Ben. This white dude, he was he gave me a look like, man, he was a little bitch if you don't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so when he gave me that look, when he gave me that look, I was like, bang, that's my name from here on out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it was too, it was too many uh synchronicities, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's how I got the name. And then the products, the products came along um out of necessity. Um, because being being like the longevity guy or whatever, um, and trying to get these athletes at to, to to overcome knee injuries, hip pains, a lot of things. Like the VMO board was a, a way to for people to kind of take it over wherever they went overseas, back to the back to the NBA. It was a train. It was a, uh, a compactable like VMO board that you could take anywhere with you to 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 do things in your hotel room, to do things on the road. Um, to squat properly, and there's so many things you can do on that board alone. And then the Nordic strap was an exercise that we use. We use, we do an exercise called the Nordic that really targets your hamstrings, your explosiveness, yeah, and like I protects a, your knee. Done a couple of them. Done a couple of those my training days. Oh yeah, and it's big in the track and field, man. Yeah. It's big in the track and field that exercise, and so, but it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't broadly known, like you know what I'm saying. And so that's another exercise we wanted to put bring back into the. Uh, the forefront of consciousness. And so, but having a machine like that could be $1,200 to $1,500. So yeah. I created, I created a product that, that allows you to kind of get that same exercise done and get the same uh, benefits anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So that was one. Another one was like uh floss bands where you floss your knees and um, allow oxygen and blood flow to kind of hit those, the joints, your elbows, your knees, your ankles. And so those are, those are some products I felt like, I need it, and I feel like anybody that that wants to excel at their sport and just kind of maximize their health uh, could uh, could use. So, uh, so yeah, man. And uh, I think I think that was your uh, your questions. Yeah, yeah, D. Real quick, uh, last couple of questions before we get into the last fun five, man. When you've been able to obviously work with a bunch of different athletes, you know, basketball guys, uh, football guys, a bunch of other athletes. But you being in the basketball space, you know exactly what they need because you've played it. If if an athlete, doesn't matter what sport, if they're coming to you 
um, I'm assuming that you're probably getting a lot of athletes who are battling injuries, probably people saying, bro, you're never going to be able to rehabilitate back to where you were. Basically, I don't want to use the word broken, but in the world, that's what probably some people use when they come to you. What is that plan look like? Because I remember uh, my coach um, when I turned pro, man, I had known him for quite some time before. Now, when I met him when I was 16, every time that I was coming back from like a stride or a sprint, he would say, I want you to have a question for me. I was like, bro, I don't have a question for you like that. Like, I'm, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? But he was trying to get me to think, to understand. So he wouldn't give me much feedback until I asked the question so he could tell me this is what you should be looked for, right? Because so much of athletes getting to that elite level is the team around them. So when someone is coming to see Derek Williams, Mr. Infinity, yeah. what type of stuff does that look like, man? Like what, 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 because I know you don't just train anybody, right? So what does that look like from your standpoint, from your process? And what can an athlete who may be listening to this, who may be going through their battles and maybe looking for that, what can they expect or something to look for? Yeah, so so I think you said it um, when, when you said that, like, people come to me, they don't look at me just like a trainer, you know. Uh, yeah. It's more of a mentorship. <clears throat> and as above, so below, man, and understanding like the, that the mind carves the body, you know? And so usually when you injured or usually when you, when you, you, um, it's something off mentally a lot of times too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we on the, you know, I usually try not, I try, obviously I address the physical, what the ailment is, how we doing, but, but I try to plant the seed of you can heal anything. Your body always wants to be healthy. Your body always wants to reach the, to the point of homeostasis. It's sometimes you are, your belief is what's keeping you from being super healthy. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so I give people that encouragement, like, man, like, I feel like you can be the healthiest version of yourself, bro. Like, I feel like I really see it in you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I really, like, every day, like, I'm, I really plant those seeds. And because I, I truly believe it, man, once you really get your mind right and your belief system right and your subconscious right and you hanging around the right people, you set your environment up, like, and you train it properly. Like, you really set the environment up where your body can just <sighs> relax. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then then it, it can start to heal. It can start to grow back cartilage. It can start to, like, like really do what it needs to do to be perform at its highest level. So, man, me and my athletes, man, we really go, man, we really, like, we really go in, man. We do meditation. We do like cognitive therapy. We do cognitive exercises, man. We talk about like what ails us mentally. You know what I mean? We, we talk about like real life, like, you know what I'm saying? And so that's one aspect of it. And then the training aspect of it is, is making sure you're strong and you're flexible. Like you don't yeah. want to just be strong. You want to be strong and flexible. You don't want to just be flexible you want to be flexible and strong, like, you know what I mean? And that's one thing that I, that, that I harp on because just being flexible without strength can cause injury and just being strong without being flexible can cause injury. And so, uh, and being flexible without being strong and strong without flexible, those, those are two, like, you gotta, you gotta kind of merge those two, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, weakness, weakness and, and uh, stiffness, like, 
pain waiting to happen. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, 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 then, and then the last point, no strength, flexibility, and then structural balance. We, we really focus on, like, being structurally balanced. Uh, so that's, that's another uh, big component that, uh, that is big, man. I feel like that's, that's – and then knowing how to do those things, too. How do, how do, I, how do I get flexible and strong? Like, what kind of exercises – that that um, contribute to that, and I feel like that's where that's where we hit the the um, ATG, and now my disrupting fitness is like really kind of jumping in the marketplace and saying, man, you don't just have to be flexible, and you don't just have to be strong, man. We got exercises and we got techniques and we got uh, ways for you to like merge the two. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of where 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 um, me and my athletes train, and they trust me. Cause I got like real results, man. Like we got real results. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then they trust me because I can do it too. Like, I'm just like a lot of trainers out here, like just folding their arms up and like telling them, all right, 10, nine, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm out there really in the trenches. We Mm -hmm. hooping, we, we playing ball, we working out. We like, we going through, like, I'm doing it with you. I'm showing you. I'm not, I'm showing you. I'm showing this how you do it. This how you do it. This how you do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, yeah, man, that's why they trust you, bro. Because man, all the stuff I've seen, I'm like, man, my man, hamstring on, 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 on super elite. You know, nah, what I'm saying? I'm free. That's, the, that's the editing, bro. That's the editing. <laughs> but you know what's funny, man? What I really like what you said is, um, one, uh, you're in the trenches doing it with them. That's very important. But also, man, as a as a coach, trainer, mentor, whatever it is, it's a complete package, right? Like, if you want the best in a person yeah you can physically say we're going to focus here on the physical work but man if you aren't mentally right man if you have some stress going on in your life you could go there and yeah you could physically be there but you would just be going through the motions right and so I think bro I think that's beautifully said man how you incorporate mind body spirit into all of these things rather than just one component because but again that's why they come to you for longevity right? You're the longevity guy and you help people's careers, but it's far bigger than just the physical body coming in because all my coaches, man, why I went so hard for them was because there was death to them. They cared about the complete package of Akeem and the progress of Akeem as the man. Absolutely. They want me to run fast, but it's just like, man, they want me to run fast and do well. (laughs) Mm. You know, I think, I think those are two different things. Um, uh, last question before the last 5D, and just this just came to mind, man. Your kids, I know uh, uh, your oldest son plays uh, run, runs track, you were saying, right? Yeah, he's a football and track guy, yeah. As a parent, when you go to the games and you see him doing your thing, does he ever come to you and say, you know, Dad, like, look, I want to go to that next level? You know, because sometimes it's like, you know, kids will say, I want to go to that next level. But then when you introduce them to the work that it takes to get there, it's a little different. So how do you navigate that? Because, again, you've you've been to that elite level. You work with some of these NBA guys. I know one of the guys you work with is Gary Harris, if I remember correctly. Um, But what are those conversations like with him, man? Because you've been able. You know what it's like. You've had success up here. You've also been down here. How do you give that information to him without force feeding him and making him say, you got to do it this way, but allowing him to find his way? Man, that's a really good question. I feel like um, 
I feel like, like you said earlier, man, set an example, 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 example is big. And then, um, and then allowing him to like me and him, what well, me and my, my oldest son and both of them, like, man, we, we really write down our goals. Every time I'm with them, we playing cards or something. Like we always kind of like really have, man, what you want to do? Like, bro, like what you want to do? Like, I don't care what you want to do, but you're going to do something like, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and I really and and I and I had them like write down their goals, and and then one time every 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 when we do that, we always do like a five minute imagination. So I'd be like, man, if you had no no limits, if you had all the money in the world, what would your life look like? And so I just set a timer mm. for five minutes, and we go through that process. And I just really want them like thinking about just like you like expanding their imagination. And so uh, as far as pushing them. I did. I mean, I pushed, I pushed when they tell me they want something like we not just saying it, like I'm putting you, I'm, I'm, I'm putting you in the heat. Like, and if you can't stand the heat, you don't really want it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you, I'm a, if you want to be here, I'm a, while you here, I'm going to put you here and it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be, you're going to, you're going to be the saddest verse. You're going to get talked about. You're going to get laughed at, but that's, if you want it, you got to go through it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they know that about me, but what they do know is they daddy love them and they daddy really don't care. Like I'm going to love them regardless, but if we're going to do something, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're not going to be no sideline person. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be all in. And so, uh, and so, yeah, man. And, and, and funny enough, man, I just, he didn't even know it yet, man, but he just got an offer from Wake to Wake Forest, man, for football. He don't you know even know it yet. You said he don't know it yet. He don't even know it yet. He don't even know it yet. You know what I'm saying? That's, so uh, that's, that's great, bro. Yeah. yeah, and so and so that's kind of like how I try to like. But man, I, I'm telling you, all all I be thinking is like, Derek, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep setting an example. You gotta keep setting an example because I know they looking at me, and they, you know what I mean? They they still want to be able to beat me too, though. Oh like, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. But it ain't gonna happen, man. I'll be telling them it ain't gonna, <laughs> it ain't gonna happen, man. I tell them when I, I tell them when I'm 50, I'm gonna hand over the trophy though. I'm gonna be like, man, here, here, I'm just gonna hand you out a trophy, man. I need, but uh, but until then, but they got some work to do. Oh, and I you want kids? You want kids, man? What? Yeah, man. I want uh, I want three. I'll be good with two. I'll always be grateful with one. <laughs> I heard that, boy. So either way, man. But you know, it's uh. Bro, whether you realize it or not, and sometimes when you're so on the go and on the grind, you don't really take time to reflect. But, bro, you've given them everything and more of what you didn't have growing up, bro. And those, and those seeds that you're planting, they may not understand it now. But in a couple of years when they're in college, when they're in a position where they're just like, man, oh, I remember when dad said so-and-so when they're feeling low, right? It's like, oh, yeah then they're going to remember those seeds that you planted and then they're going to water that and hold on to it, bro. You're giving them, bro, everything that you didn't have from the beginning of the discussion, from the seeds and the doubts that people planted, I haven't heard you once say when you were telling that story, like, bro, you can't do that. It's, bro, you can do it. And if you want it, we're going we're gonna to do it right and we're going to make it happen, bro. I think, I think that's just important to touch on, bro. It's remarkable, man. Um, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Like you said, man, when you're so close up on something, man, you just like, yeah. It's going through it, man. You surviving, you know what I mean. So, uh, so I appreciate you having that that uh, that viewpoint, man. That aerial view, 
So, uh, oh, I mean, bro, it's, it's love, bro. Last five questions, man. They ain't going to be that hard. Shouldn't be that taxing like the ones before. Uh, All right. First one, yeah. man, if you're trapped on an island for a week, what are three things you would take with you? Hey, I'm trapped on an island for a week. A week straight, boy. You, you got three things you can take with you. There's food yeah, like on the that. island. There's food there. Um, but but that's it. Like food, like you got to kill, kill to eat or whatever the case may be. But you got to take three things. Yeah, man. I'm taking, uh, I'm trapped on an island. Can I take people with me or not? Yeah, I'll let that go. You can take one person. You can take one or two. I'm trapped on an island for a week. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking this girl named Vivian. It's not even my girl neither, though. She just, you know, you got a rider. You got a rider. Mm, yeah. she, you know the homie just going to roll with you regardless. Yeah. She, she going to. Yeah, she gonna ride her, man. If I'm if I'm choking, if I'm choking out the elephant, man, she gonna be slashing in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah so I gotta ride her <laughs> like that. And then uh <laughs> Bro said choking out an elephant. <laughs> and then man, I probably take Hey, that's a good question, man. And I probably take uh, I probably take the apocrypha man with me, mm. uh, and then I tell it, and I probably take uh, probably my VMO board. <laughs> hey, that's all you need. Second question, man. With with basketball being such a big part of your life, especially at the beginning, give me your top five favorite basketball players of all time? Like, if you was a coach, who would be your starting lineup? Man, obviously, man, you got to put Jordan. That's a no-brainer. Kevin Durant. uh, Kevin Durant. Michael Jordan. I'm going to probably go with LeBron because I got to. Mm, Squad. Uh, Mm. Then I uh, probably, uh, probably Shaq. Just because you can't mess with Shaq. And then uh, Shaq, Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, uh, Shaq. Then give me uh, give me Kyrie, man. Give me Kyrie. I like Kyrie. Give me, uh, give me a six, man. Who coming off the bench first? Uh, No, I'm missing somebody, man. No, I'm missing somebody that that on the tip of my tongue. But uh, uh, well, who would I take, man? Hey, man, you could even go, man. You could throw, you could throw magic in the bench if you want. Ooh! <laughs> hey, that's what. Hey, give. Hey, hey, Kyrie out, Kyrie out. That's what I was missing. That's what I was. That's what I was missing, man. Damn. Hey. Give me magic. Give me magic. And I don't even need a six man. So I got magic. I got magic, Jordan. I got magic, Jordan. Uh, LeBron, KD, and Shaq. Come on, man. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's Come on. A, give, me curry, give me Curry off the bench. That's a squad. That's a, that's a squad. Uh, question three, man. Um, and we touched on the, a little bit on the last question there, man. But um, both your kids, what is something that you want to instill in them? 
That's a really good question, man. What is something I want to instill in them? I would say, I would say just my self-belief. I would say self-belief. And then I would say uh, just like self, like self-belief and then just this self, uh, like independence, man. Like know that they can, they don't really need nothing outside of them to make it happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? So those two things I would, I would want to instill in them. And then just, uh, and then just like, uh, awareness, like, man, just, just knowing that, knowing that they, I want them to know they don't know nothing. So that they got to keep growing. They got to keep expanding. They got to keep learning. They got to keep building, like know that the game don't never stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I want them to know shit. Like as hard as I work today, it's going to have hard. I work for the rest of my life. Like as far as like consciousness, from a consciousness standpoint, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, question four, D. I know, man, I know you like me. You don't just, you don't just hang with anybody and you don't let anybody just in your space. Right. If, if you could have lunch with five people, past or present, who would those five be? Man, you real questions right here. Man. I'm going to write you down. I like them, man. Like, <laughs> um, Probably, man, like, uh, I mean, I'm just saying stuff that just pops off my head, man. You got some, like, you you threw that magic at me. I don't know how I forgot about magic. But, man, uh, my list, bro, I would I would, I would, would want to sit down with uh, uh, with Malcolm X, one of them, um, just because I want to understand, like, yo, how did you speak with so much conviction and belief when the world was against you, right? Yeah. All, all of that pressure. And then when you left the Nation of Islam, they wanted to kill you and you were still like you had a big change of your perception of the world when you went to the Mecca. And so you had to be at a certain level to allow yourself to see differently, but yet still speak clearly. Right. So that's yeah. just one, that's just one person that I would have on mind, man. Yeah. I would say, um, that's a good one, man. I would say Tupac. Mm, mm, um, yeah. Or more. I would say, uh, you said you said to be able to sit down and talk to yeah. around like a like a round table. Yeah, round table conversation for like two, three hours. I would, however I would long. want to talk to. I would want. Uh, I don't know if you ever, uh, ever heard of a guy named Bobby Hemmett, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, Bob, it's, hey, that's one of my big elders, man. He he passed away unfortunately, but uh, he he put me on to a lot of the, like the unseen, man. So I, I gotta, I would definitely have him out the table. A guy so named Pac, Bobby Hemmett. Bobby. Tupac, Bobby Hemmett. I would have uh, uh, this guy named Kevin Trudeau. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Mm-mm. but uh, but he wrote a book called. Um, that? He, he wrote a book called. He wrote man. He he just like a whistleblower, white guy, but just kind of like exposed the industry, man, of what's going on out here, man. He's like, and he just understands, man, how this matrix works. You know what I'm saying? So, so Tupac. Bobby Hemmett, Kevin Trudeau. Uh, it was my, one of my one of my mentors from Indianapolis, man. His name is Brother Nuri Muhammad. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he yeah, uh, I heard the name. Yeah, me and me and Nuri like this, man. He uh, smart brother. It's like it's, it's like Farrakhan is here, man, and Nuri is like he's gonna be the next Farrakhan, like when when uh when when it, when it's time to pass the torch. So so he's man, he's very smart, man. Very gifted, very in tune, very in alignment with himself. So him, 
and then uh then I probably I probably had you up there. I can't oh, with you, man. Hey <laughs> my guy. Hey, I'm honored, bro. Hey, I'd even real, I'd even man. bring des- I'd even bring dessert, dog. I'd even bring a little hey. dessert. <laughs> yeah, I know you'll hook it up, man. You you keep air, you keep it entertaining too. <laughs> oh, that's a conversation, man. Um bro, question number five, bro. Um everything that you've been able to overcome, um, everything that you had to go through and endure the ups, the downs, what you were bred into, trying to find balance, adjusting to a whole new life from building something to now reinventing that and still building all over again. If there was one word to describe you, D, what would that one word be? And then tell me why. Mm. (laughs) Uh, One word to describe me, man. I would probably say... uh... probably just say resilient man like i would probably just oh, say resilient. 100% yeah i'll say yeah. resilient man i feel like i feel like man it ain't nothing it ain't nothing that i'm not gonna be able to get through like it ain't any like anything could happen i'll be like all right like let's <laughs> just gotta figure this shit out then like <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so, shit, like i'm not gonna trip like i'll never trip I just, we just gotta, we just gotta, maybe we gotta erase everything we started with and start all over, but, but we gonna, we gonna finish the job though. Like, you know what I'm saying? One thing about, one thing about me, like, how I know I'm gonna win because I'm not gonna stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Oh, man. That's everything. Cause I'm but not I appreciate it. What's your word though, bro? Bro, I would, uh, perseverance, man. Um, you know, cause perseverance is the ability to come back with the same enthusiasm right? Despite the outcome. And I, I just think a lot of times, especially in my life, man, you know, I've, I've had to persevere through difference. I had to persevere in life, through sports, in school, but I've had to persevere in my own self-belief, mm. right? Because there are going to be times when you don't fully believe in yourself, but you have to fight through those thoughts and still believe. And a lot of people believe in themselves, but not all the way through. So even when you don't believe in yourself up here, if your actions follow, you still believe. <laughs> it's just, it's, 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 it's just yeah. one of those things, bro. Yeah, what I say, what I say to that, man, I say like, like to know and not to do is really not to know. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? A lot of people think just because you read a fucking book or just because yeah. you like heard, 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 a, uh, you know what I mean? A, a lecture, you think you know, but if you ain't doing it, you really don't know. Mm. Man, that's, oh, I'm going to have to listen this one back over and get that one down. D, man, I appreciate your time, bro. I appreciate you taking the time to jump on, man. Um, where can people get in contact with you? I know Mr. Mr. Infinity is basically everything everywhere, but website, man, if people want to contact you to maybe get, you know, some <laughs> reconstruct their whole body type and <laughs> elongate their journey, man. Where's the best way that people can connect with you? Nah, but I uh, mean, first and foremost, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's a, uh, had an enjoyable time with you, man. It's always good connecting. I gotta get you back on for the part two. Hey, bro, I can't uh, wait. But um, but yeah, man, I I uh, you can you can find me at mrinfinity.com. I pretty much have everything on there. Uh, uh, use the ones instead of the eyes, and then uh, disruptingfitness.com, where I have like articles and like blogs and things like that, and then. Uh, so yeah, man, that's really it. You can find me, Mr. Infinity, on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, 
Pinterest, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Type in Mr. Infinity, you should have All over the book. place. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Bro, but, I, uh, again, bro, I appreciate you, bro. It's always love, man. Man, likewise, man. You know, you know, we got to close out, man. You got to give me three things you're grateful for, though, man. You can't say help. Uh, you always be challenging me. Three things. <laughs> um, uh, bro, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm grateful for where the direction of the circle that I'm around is going. And so when I say circle, I'm not even talking about friends per se. I'm talking about the people that I mentor, the people who, you know, I may mentor them, but they're keeping me afloat in the game. They're giving me that understanding of like, okay, this is what kids are talking about nowadays. This is what the business are talking about nowadays because I can take that and I can get a whole different message on when I go to present. So even though I may be helping them, they're helping me way more because times are changing, right? So I would say that one, second one, um, man, the second one I would say is I'm proud of the moment because I'm able to understand that moments change and I cannot stay in the same moment for too long. Mm. Um, I think that's very important for me personally because I was type, type A athlete. When I lose, I would, I would sit in that and I wouldn't be able to let the moment go right away so I can evolve and grow from it. And I would be like, man, I have to, I have to, I have to, rather than sitting with that moment and say, all right, man, this wasn't a good moment, but give me one good thing from that moment and let's move on from it. So I would say the moment because I've been able to grow and let the moment go if it's not a good one. And if it is a good one, I can be grounded enough to continue trying to get another good one. Um, and the third one, the third one I would say, man, is, um, man, my, my, my unyielding faith. Um, because one thing I think people misunderstood when it comes to faith and the scripture is, just because you're a first person of faith does not mean adversity and opposition and hard times is not going to come your way. Matter of fact, it's probably going to come more because it's going to test you. Right? right. But I also understood that the faith and the scripture and the word and your spiritual practices, they help you get through it and keep you balanced as you're walking your journey in life because it gives you something to go back to. Right. What happens when the bottom falls out? If you didn't have your meditation and your journaling and all of those things that help keep that foundation, you would be turning to other things, right? So for me, I would say, I would say those, man, that's, that's a, no one has ever asked me that question before until I came on your show. I was just like, man, you don't, you don't took away all my, all my normal stuff. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Man, so I, I would say those three, bro. Man, that's faith, man. What you, what you think of faith? Like, um, resides with like what 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 you can give you faith like you know what i'm saying where's that where's that stem from man my 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 grandparents for sure um but i you said man you have always felt like there was like a hand on you right yeah and i think sometimes it can only be explained if you understand a certain way there's been some things in my life where i'm just like yo i don't know how i made it out of that like unscathed there's been some times where I'm just like, yo, this opportunity came and where did that opportunity come from? Because I was praying for this and then this came. And right. so I think when you have a personal experience with God moving in your life, 
um, that is when you know that his hand is over you. His, there's favor on you. You know, people, a lot of people think sacrifices is what God wants in your life, right? But it's obedience. Because he says obedience is greater than sacrifice. So one of the things that you said, um, man, was, uh, uh, what did you say in the interview? You said, I just want to stay in alignment with myself, is what you said. And I was just like, bro, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like The game is that simple, man. Like, like really. Like, that's it. And I was yeah. just like, man, that when you said that, when I read that, I was like, bro, this is 100% who Derek Williams is from my perspective, right? Because you're like, man, you don't try to be perfect. You don't say everything is perfect. You say, look, I'm just here. And if something doesn't feel right, I'm not going to mess with it. If something disrupting my spirit, I'm not afraid to say I ain't going, I ain't going that way. And I respect that so much about you, bro, because only once you get to a certain level of spirituality and realizing you wholeheartedly, can you know and be okay with stepping away from the popular, right? And I just think, I just, yeah, bro, I respect that about you, man, because it's a lot of fluff in this world, bro. <laughs> it ain't easy, man. It ain't it definitely ain't easy, man, but you got to. Man, if you but you that's real, man. So I appreciate you acknowledging that, man. But it's uh it's all love, bro, for real. It's all love. But I feel like I feel like you stay you stay aligned long enough, man. I feel like everything you ever hoped, wished, and dreamed for, man, is gonna be, you know what I'm saying? They gotta test faith, faith is tested, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh and so shit. I just feel like I don't know. I'm willing to walk through the fire. Man, D, it's always a pleasure, bro, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate All the right, time, dude. bro. I'm going to let you go back to your thing, bro. Hey, we're going to talk soon, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get back on part two, though, man. What uh, hey, what's man, your schedule like? Man, next week, bro, just give me a day. I'm open next week, man. Give me a day. What you like? You like you like daytime or like eating time better? You? Uh, Depending on the day, like Monday, Tuesday, um, usually kind of busier. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we can go evening time if that works better for you. All right, yeah, evening time usually works better for you, but for me. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. all right, man, I, hey, 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 real talk, man. I appreciate you having me on, me asking me these questions. Like, usually I'm the question asker. Usually I'm the one probing. And so, like, man, it, it, it's nice to even like think and 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 allow my mind to expand, man, and just like uh, just like introspect a little bit. So uh, I appreciate you having me on, man, and uh, doing that for me. So. So I'll holler at you, man. Enjoy your day, King. You as well, D. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir.